Welcome to the Magnificat Podcast. We are an international ministry to Catholic women. Throughout this series, we will pray together, share insights, and hear amazing testimonies, typically from women of faith who have been touched by the power of the Lord in their lives. This is a decidedly Catholic podcast, and in this series, you will hopefully learn more about the Catholic faith, God, the Blessed Mother, and much more. Thanks so much for joining us. Now let's listen to a great program. Welcome to the Bread of Life Catholic Bible Study. The Paraclete, the Holy Spirit whom the Father will send in my name, will instruct you in everything and remind you of all that I have told you. John 14, 26. Let us begin it with prayer. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Father, I cannot understand your word without your grace. I acknowledge my weakness so your power can reach perfection in me. Send your Holy Spirit to remind, teach, and guide me to the truth. And may I share as soon as possible whatever you teach me. Amen. The application from last week, the gospel shows us that following in Jesus' footsteps is anything but glamorous and safe. So last week, we made a deliberate effort to give God the glory of our efforts rather than seeking attention and praise for ourselves. This this will help others to give glory to God for their efforts instead of seeking attention and praise for themselves. Deacon Ken answered that in one of his books, I gave God the glory and encouraged a family to give God his glory while the whole family is shocked over the son being accused of murder. I chose to go to their home and pray with him and his family and tell him that God loves him still. And I gave God the glory for answered prayer for a friend who had a biopsy that came back negative for cancer. Praise and all honor to our healing Lord. This week, we are going to do the questions and not read the gospel. The gospel is Mark 14, chapter 14, and chapter 15. You can read the gospel, the passion, in the quiet of your home, your cell, or outdoors in a quiet place. Talk to Jesus as you are reading it. And now, concentrate on the questions and what is happening to Jesus. The first question, what feast was to be observed in two days time, Passover and unleavened bread? Who began to look for a way to arrest Jesus? The chief priests and scribes, and what was pointed out to them? Not during the festival or the people may riot. What did the woman carrying an alabaster jar of expensive perfume do to Jesus? She broke the jar and began pouring it on his head. What was the reaction of those present? They were infuriated with her. And what did Jesus say about what she did and about her? By her perfuming my body, she is anticipating its preparation for burial. I assure you, Wherever the good news is proclaimed throughout the world, what she has done will be told in her memory. 
What did Judas Iscariot do? He went off to the chief priests to hand Jesus over to them. What was the reaction of the chief priests? They were jubilant. What did they offer him? Money. And for what was Judas looking? For an opportune way to hand him over. Question four. What did the disciples ask Jesus about the Passover supper? Where do you wish us to go to prepare the Passover supper for you? What were his instructions to them? Go into the city and you will come upon a man carrying a water jar. Follow him. Whatever house he enters, say to the owner. The teacher asks, where is my guest room where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? Then he will show you an upstairs room, spacious, furnished, and all in order. And when they went off and found things just as he told them, what did they do? They prepared the Passover supper. Personal question. What do you ask Jesus in prayer regarding preparations for major events such as Advent, Christmas, birthdays, anniversaries? Deacon can answer that. Help me to be a visible witness of who you are and what you want to be done. Help me not to spoil your work, O oh Lord. And I answer that question right now in preparation for Easter. I'm asking the Lord to help me to get rid of all the old thinking and put on his mind and to have a compassionate heart for others. Help me to think of others rather than myself and filling their needs. Five, as Jesus and his 12 disciples reclined at table, what did he say to them? I give you my word. One of you is about to betray me. Yes, one who is eating with me. What was their reaction? They began to say to him sorrowfully, one by one, surely not I. And what did he say about the man who was to betray him? A curse be that man by whom the son of man is betrayed. It is, it were better for him had he never been born. During the meal, what did Jesus say and do with the bread and wine? He took bread, blessed and broke it and gave it to them. Take this, he said, this is my body. He likewise took a cup, gave thanks and passed it to them. And they all drank from it. He said to them, this is my blood, the blood of the covenant to be poured out on behalf of many. What did he say he would never do again? I will never again drink of the fruit of the vine until the day when I drink it new in the reign of God. And after they sang songs of praise, where did they go? To the Mount of Olives. Seven. What did Jesus tell the disciples would happen to their faith? Your faith in me shall be shaken. What did he quote from scripture? I will strike the shepherd and the sheep will be dispersed. Where did he tell them he would go after he was raised up? I will go to Galilee ahead of you. Eight. What did Peter say to Jesus? Even though all are shaken in faith, it will not be that way with me. What did Jesus say to him? This very night before the cock crows twice, you will deny me three times. Peter said, 
Even I, if I have to die with you, I will not deny you. And what did the others say? They all said the same. With what was Jesus filled in the Garden of Gethsemane? With fear and distress. What did he tell his disciples to do? My heart is filled with sorrow to the point of death. Remain here and stay awake. What did Jesus say to Abba, God the Father? Abba, O Father, you have the power to do all things. Take this cup from me, but let it be as you would have it, not as I. What kept happening to the disciples? They kept falling asleep. And what did he finally say was about to happen? You will see that the Son of Man is to be handed over to the clutches of evil men. Rouse yourselves and come along. See, my betrayer is near. Mark 14, 32 to 42. 10. How had Jesus' betrayer arranged his arrest? By a signal, the man he embraced. What was the reaction of the disciples after he was arrested? One cut off the ear of the high priest. What did Jesus say the arrest at that time fulfilled? The scriptures. And how did one young man that was following Jesus run off? He ran off naked. A personal question. When you become afraid and fear seizes you, how do you respond? Look back at verses 34 to 39 and see how Jesus dealt with fear and distress. Deacon Ken wrote from one of his books, he prayed, and I find myself more and more going to prayer as my first line of defense. And I answered it. I pray and ask the Lord to help me. Sometimes I just say the name of Jesus over and over. I don't think to say what Jesus said, Abba, O Father, you have the power to do all things. Take this cup away from me, but let it be as you would have it, not as I. Mark 14, 20, 36, 11. When they led Jesus off to the high priest, where was Peter? Down in the courtyard. What were the chief priest and whole Sanhedrin trying to do? They were busy soliciting testimony against Jesus that would lead to his death. As the high priest interrogated him, saying, Are you the Messiah, the son of the Blessed One? Jesus said, I am. And you will see the Son of Man seated at the right hand of the power and coming with the clouds of heaven. And what did the high priest do and say? He tore his garments and said, What further need do we have of witnesses? You have heard the blasphemy. What is your verdict? 12. What did they all concur in the verdict against Jesus? Guilty. What did they do to Jesus? They sentenced him to death and spit on him. They blindfolded him and hit him. And while Peter was down in the courtyard, what happened to him? He denied Jesus three times and heard the cock crow as Jesus predicted. He broke down and began to cry. 13. What did Pilate do to Jesus? He interrogated Jesus. Are you the king of the Jews? And what was Jesus' response? You are the one who was saying it. 
and after false accusations, he gave no reply. Who was Barabbas? A prisoner who had committed murder. And what did the chief priests incite the crowd to do? Release Barabbas instead of Jesus to crucify him. Personal question. In what way do you see that jealousy and envy can cause unjust results? In what way have you witnessed someone unjustly condemned through gossip and lying? Uh, ask the Lord to show you how to respond to this. Deacon Kim wrote, the chief priest resented his fame and glory. A just person suffers under the attack of a jealous person. Jesus Christ was unjustly condemned. Please let me respond like you, Jesus. I wrote, lying and gossip usually come in where there is jealousy, hate, and murder. When a baby is aborted, he or she has been unjustly condemned. Lying is many times a part of the murder. He wants me to continue to support the pro-life cause, pray and stand up for the baby in the womb. 14. What do the soldiers do to Jesus? They led him away, dressed him in royal purple, wove a crown of thorns and put it on him and began to salute him, continually striking him on the head, spitting on him, genuflecting, pretending to pay him homage, mocked him, stripped him of the purple, dressed him in his own clothes and led him out to crucify him. 15. Who do they press into service to carry his cross? Simon of Cyrene. And where did they bring Jesus? To Golgotha. What did they do to him? They crucified him and divided up his garments by rolling dice. And what did the people passing by and the chief priests say and do? They kept insulting him. The chief priests and the scribes also joined in and jeered. He saved others, but he cannot save himself. Let the Messiah, the King of the Jews, come down from the cross here and now so that we can see it and believe in him. What happened at noon? He suffered. And at three o'clock that afternoon, darkness fell on the whole countryside and lasted until mid-afternoon and he died. What happened to the veil of the sanctuary? It was torn in two from top to bottom. And what did the centurion who saw Jesus breathe his last breath say? Clearly, this man was the son of God. 17. Who were the women looking on from a distance? Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James and Joseph and Salome. At evening, what did Joseph of Arimathea courageously do? He was bold enough to seek an audience with Pilate and urgently requested the body of Jesus. What was Pilate's response to Joseph? Pilate released the, the corpse to Joseph after making sure he was dead. What did Joseph do with the body of Jesus? Wrapped it and laid it in a tomb. And who watched where he laid him? Mary Magdalene and Mary, mother of Joseph. Mark 15, 40 to 47. Personal question. Can you identify with the jeering crowd in the centurion at the cross and how do you relate to them? What has happened in your life 
that has revealed that Jesus truly is the Son of God. Deacon Ken wrote, When I am hostile or judgmental to someone in my family or community, I am jeering at Christ. I get defensive and self-righteous. His mercy and forgiveness of me has never faltered, no matter what I say or do. And I answered, whenever I criticize others or mock others, I can identify with the crowd. I can say with the centurion, truly, this was the Son of God, because I am a temple of the Holy Spirit who tells me all about Jesus. He fills me with his grace as I read and study the scriptures. The way his Holy Spirit has directed and led me in the change in my life has revealed he is who he says he is. His Holy Spirit has taught me about everything. Go into the commentary. Today's gospel takes us through the passion, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. The Catholic Church celebrates Palm Sunday at the beginning of Passover week. There are many contrasts in today's reading. We see Jesus being betrayed by Judas, who was one of his original apostles. This week begins with Jesus leaving a home in Bethany, where he was guest of honor and going to Jerusalem. In two weeks, he will have gone through hero worship to rejection, jeering, incarceration, torture, and finally execution on a cross. The people of Bethany were so impressed with Jesus that they lined the roads when he made his entry into Jerusalem on the back of a donkey. The people shouted praise to him in his holy name. He was rebuked by Judas for letting a woman waste expensive perfume on him. But Jesus told Judas and some of the other apostles that she did no wrong. In fact, her worship of Jesus included sacrificing something of great value. The disciples really did not understand Jesus' role. They thought he was going to bring the Israelites a powerful new kingdom and overthrow Rome. Jesus showed in his praise of the woman that his kingdom was not physical or political, but spiritual. Judas then turned to the Pharisees and betrayed Christ for money and favors from some religious leaders. Jesus saw this and continued on to his appointed time to glorify his father. Judas did not see Jesus with spiritual vision. He only saw the chance to be powerful. Today, many of us look at Judas with shock and outrage. Yet we deny Christ when we do not obey his commands. We are the same people who sing songs of praise to him on Sundays, and we sin in darkness during the week. We need to ask ourselves a very violent question. Do our beliefs match our actions? Jesus' death and resurrection freed us from being another Judas. Judas had the same chance, but he chose to refuse. Let us not turn our backs on Christ. Rather, let us turn to him in repentance. Judas chose the world of greed, deceit, lying, and manipulation, and he died in despair and violence. We do not have to choose that path because Christ has freed us from sin by his death and resurrection. 
We can choose the path of love, honor, and respectability because Christ's Holy Spirit lives within each and every one of us. 1 John 4, 4. Our application this week, the gospel reveals that when we fail to obey Jesus' commandment, we betray him. This week, stop and observe what you are saying and doing. Make a determined effort to stop the deceit, lying, and manipulation that may be going on in your life. It only brought Judas loneliness and death. The choice is yours to make. Let us pray. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for this lesson, and thank you for allowing us to walk the road with you. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you. Thanks so much for listening to this Magnificat podcast. Have you been touched by our time together? If so, for more information or to find a Magnificat chapter near you, go to our website at magnificat-ministry.org or visit us on social media. We would love to hear from you. You can also email us at magnificatcst at aol.com or call 504-828-MARY, M-A-R-Y. Until the next time, may God bless you.